I'm Samantha Olds Fry, CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, and this is Sam Says, a podcast series focused on Illinois Medicaid managed care. Hello, I'm Durandal Beverly with the Gemini Group, and welcome to Sam Says. Today, we have a special episode for you. As you all know, I'm Hip has been recently celebrating Women's History Month with its Women in STEM series. This three-part series highlighted female medical officers at the Managed Care Organizations in Illinois and how they are working to improve health outcomes and access to care for Medicaid members. <clears throat> Recently, I'm HIP wrapped up the Women in STEM series, and today we have Samantha Oldsfry, Chief Executive Officer, and Elena Kennedy, Chief Operating Officer of I'm HIP here to talk about the series, what they learned, and how the association will build upon this important work from here. Starting, Sam and Elena, uh, good morning to you both. How are you today? Good morning, Durandal. I'm great. Thank you. As always, we're real. I'm really excited about this conversation today. As am I. Elena, how about you? How are you doing? Doing great. As you were doing the introduction, I realized that this is the first time I'm actually sitting down with both of you to record a podcast. I'm excited to be here. That's right. That's right. All right. So this is definitely a special episode of of Sam Says. Uh, So before we jump into this wonderful conversation, uh, there's a lot of good stuff uh, here for our listeners. So uh, jumping right into it, um, this has been a very exciting month for I'm Hip. You celebrated Women's History Month with a Women in STEM series. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you. How did this idea come about? You know, so we at IMIP also celebrated Black History Month uh, last month, and so we were discussing that at the board and uh, board meeting with our CEOs and our um, executive leaders at all of the various health plans. And they, you know, they highlighted, you know, we have a lot of women chief medical officers. We should, you know, and a lot of women in STEM work at health plans. We should really highlight the work that they're doing uh, in March, and so. That, that sort of started our, our discussion and our planning. And in that, we actually realized not only do we have a lot of women in STEM at the health plans, but all five of the health choice chief medical officers are, are women. And so it really sort of kicked off this realization that in our Medicaid health plans, what we've already known to be true, our Medicaid health plans, um, they're made up of a majority of women and a majority of, of people of color. And so we have a really diverse staff at the health plans and we wanted to highlight that and to highlight the value of that, of, of their diverse voices, their diverse experience and what that means and sort of what they bring to the job. And so that that is how it started. And we ended up having you know, just these wonderful discussions with our amazing chief medical officers at the plans that we can dive into later. But, you know, this year has had so, or the past, you know, 400 days or so have had so many challenges um, from a human perspective and a professional perspective. But one thing that is sort of silver lining that it's brought about is we've been able, uh, both Elaine and I, to spend more time with our chief medical officers of the various health plans. And that's been such a bright light for me. Uh, these are, these women are experienced and wonderful leaders and compassionate, and you know just truly restore your faith in humanity whenever you spend time with them. And so the idea of being able to highlight their work to a broader audience um, was really exciting and fun to do. 
Right. And so, Elena, uh, along the same lines, when you were having conversation with these chief medical officers, what was the response like as, as you reached out to them and then had conversation about uh, them joining in this dialogue for the month of March? Yeah, so I think Samantha really nailed it you know, on its head when she was talking about their their diverse backgrounds and that excited energy that came around um, talking to them. There is so much energy and they are so dedicated and passionate about what they do. Um, And so when we proposed this idea to them, they were really excited and energized to engage in this conversation, but I could have never expected just how wonderful the conversations were going to end up. And I loved in part two of the series when we met with um, Dr. Anita Stewart, Chief Medical Officer at Blue Cross Blue Shield, when she talked about the importance of building trust within the Medicaid members and the importance of how building trust, you know, creates better outcomes on a broader scale. And when she said she can tell how good she's doing at her job by the number of birth announcements and graduation cards she gets. I had chills. And I just really think it comes down to that human level. Uh, And I just am so refreshed to be working with these strong, um, knowledgeable women um, in this space. And it's it's an honor and it's very humbling. Oops, sorry, go ahead, Gerondal. No, no, I was just saying that, that, that that's great that that was, you know, the response and, and, and the type of energy that, that you felt. But, but Sam, please, by all means. I was going to say the through line, I think, so Dr. Stewart, Dr. Claudio talked about it, Dr. Perry, Dr. Collins, um, and, and Dr. Emery, and the consistency, while they all have their own perspectives, but one thing that I saw, like, throughout each conversation was that they talked about the importance of empathy. They talked about the importance of building trust, like you talked about, Elena, um, the t- about building a team, about collaborating, about partnership. And I think when I think of STEM and when others think of STEM, we think very much of sort of like the rigid components of STEM and science and math. And, you know, in talking with these women, they really brought in that human component and that, that other side of it as well. And I, it was so refreshing to have those conversations because I think, you know, we sort of as a society fragment them off or sort of segment them off or bifurcate them, but truly, you know, you need both in order to be successful. Um, In order to build trust, you have to have that empathy. You need to have that human component. You need to recognize the human experience. And as we were talking with Dr. Perry um, in the, the panel series about how you have to understand the human reason of why um, a member may not be adherent to their their medication, or they may have missed an appointment, and recognize sort of the human experience and why those barriers exist. And if you don't do that, then you're not going to create solutions to overcome them. And I think that was a really unique through line um, that each conversation sort of had uh, about the importance of empathy and human experience. Um, okay. That's what stuck with me. And so uh, you, you've, you've given us a couple of names, but for guests who may and listeners who may have lists who have missed podcasts throughout the course of the month, can you give us a sense of the, the folks that you talk to and the organizations that they represent? 
Yes. So we spoke first with Dr. Claudio, uh, who's with uh, Molina Healthcare of Illinois and Wisconsin, their chief uh, or their one of their medical directors. Uh, we then spoke with Dr. Anita Stewart, uh, who's at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, their chief medical officer. Um, I did not know this about Dr. Stewart, but she ha is both has a uh, uh, Master's of Public Health is obviously an MD and has her JD, uh, mm -hmm. and you know just a wealth of experience. Um, we then spoke with actually three of our other chief medical officers, um, Dr. Collins with County Care, who's a product of CPS and you know has spent sort of her her life in Chicago. Um, we talked with Dr. Perry, who had a practice. Um, on the south side and she's the chief medical officer of Meridian and then we also spoke with uh, Dr. Emery of Aetna Better Health of Illinois who also you know was in practice um, in in the Chicago region and actually worked with Dr. Collins um, in practice which was just sort of you know amazing how small the world really is and we also spoke with Representative Hammond who represents the Macomb region of Illinois. And so we had this, um, you know, we talked about in that, that last panel uh, that we did a webinar series of, of the various barriers and the importance of recognizing that those healthcare barriers exist um, for members in, in rural communities and, and they exist for members and sort of more um, urban settings and, and that the tools to overcome them and the challenges are different, but the need uh, to have individualized care and approach is critical. And so you had a, a month long series with outstanding women doing great work for amazing organizations with a large geographical footprint when you think about them combined. Outside of what you've talked about, uh, both of you, with the empathy and, and trust that you've learned from some of the conversations, anything else that uh, that you may think about? Because that's a lot of great content and a lot of great conversations over the course of the month. Any other uh, particular thing that will stick with you as this month comes to a close and you think about as this important work continues moving forward? Elena, why don't you yeah. answer that first? Perfect. I will. I will say. You know, as a, a younger woman in this space and, you know, who's still um, growing as a leader, what I loved was that final question Samantha asked on our last panel series, where she asked and talked about what can we do as leaders and as women to support other women in the space as they grow as leaders, as they also want to uh, maybe go in and join STEM and be a part of that space. And I thought it was interesting, two things. Dr. Perry had mentioned, you never know who you're interacting with. You never know what maybe these Medicaid members also um, can be young women who are also wanting to flourish and, and be in a space of STEM. And so how she also makes herself available through kind of a mentorship and that, that human empathy space. And I think that was also another through line that I noticed was this conversation of mentorship and showing up for people as well. And just so all of these women and their different roles in different spaces, whether it's in the field of STEM, supporting women in STEM or in public service, just making yourself also available uh, and supporting each other. Uh, and I really found that really refreshing as a, as a young woman myself also um, moving up within the leadership space. All right, Sam, how about you? For me, I think, 
it, it goes back, to, I think, to something that Dr. Perry said in our last discussion, which was the recognition that Medicaid members can recognize quality in healthcare and seek it out. Um, and, and that our role for all of us in this space is to empower those members um, and to support those members um, and to, to acknowledge that they are deserving um, just as everybody else is of high quality healthcare and how do we transform the system um, and address social determinants of health to ensure that they're getting that high quality healthcare that they um, they deserve. And I think that that is obviously something that is a, a passion of mine and is, is why I've been in this, this work for over a decade is how do we strengthen that Medicaid program um, to ensure that the over 3 million people who rely on it get the healthcare that they're um, they're deserving of. And, and so I think we don't hear enough from people that, that Medicaid individuals are absolutely able to identify high quality care and to seek it out and that that's what they're wanting. And I think that that, that is um, something that we need to, to dive into more. Samantha, I am so grateful that this is a podcast because our listeners today would have seen my my head nodding, <laughs> me getting flashed because I agree with you so wholeheartedly with that one. I think that is so important. And I was so grateful that Dr. Perry had made that comment during the, the last panel. Okay. So that's all fantastic stuff. Month is coming to a close. How do you as an association and as leaders in this space how do you build upon this great work and this great series so that folks continue to have a sense of the outstanding uh, women and talent that are out there in this space and the great work that they're doing? Yeah, so we think we're going to do that in a, a few different ways. So first, we're going to continue to bring our chief medical officers together um, to promote collaboration. We're going to um, collectively start seeing how we can improve vaccination rates, um, COVID vaccination rates for Medicaid members, and how we can pool our resources, pool the amazing talent at, at the health plans, and do some work there. And we'll be keeping everybody updated on that. And the other piece of that is we're actually going to do a, a fairly similar series um, coming up in in a few months with our care coordinators so that we can begin to educate people on the amazing work that our care coordinators do the difference it makes in members lives and and why it matters so again sort of a different component of the clinical care that members receive uh thanks to medicaid health plans and, and the work that these just amazing teams do um, every day Right. I mean, I did a great job summarizing a lot of great items, but I'd also like to add one more thing. Uh, throughout 2021, we are also going to be hosting complimentary webinars where we elevate the stories of uh, an individual Medicaid plan and some of the work they're doing. We did some on community engagement with Molina. We did uh, children's mental health with Aetna. We've got one on maternal health with Meridian, health promotion with County Care, uh, MMAI and those partnerships, those strong important partnerships with providers coming up with Humana and then also some maternal health work with Blue Cross on the horizon. And so I'm just so excited uh, for the health plans to also tell more of what they're doing and the partnerships they're having with providers to ultimately improve the lives uh, and Medicaid members here in Illinois. So I'm really excited for that. Wonderful, wonderful. And I think that's a great way for us to close it out. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in to this special episode of Sam Says. 
If you like what you've heard, we encourage you to visit the IMHIP website at iamhp.net to learn more about what IMHIP is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one today. We also encourage you to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and please share with your networks. On behalf of Sam, Elena, and the wonderful team at IMHIP, I'm DeRondo Beverly with the Gemini Group. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Sam Says. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.